Welcome to My Life is a Junk Drawer with your host, me, Sue Mangum. This podcast is meant to help you clean out the junk in your heart, soul, body, and yes, junk drawer. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to another week of It's a Mad, Mad World. No, wait a minute. My life is a junk drawer. It seems like a very mad, mad world out there, doesn't it? Anyway, this week I am so excited because my two younger kids said yes to being on my podcast. They are Generation Zs. They're kind of getting a little bit of a hard knock right now. And I thought, well, I would give them the opportunity to speak up on behalf of their generation. So we talk about the coronavirus, how it's affecting them, how they feel they're doing, what they could do better, and a whole mess of other questions. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as I did. They are obviously two of my favorite people. They are well-spoken. They make good points. I think they have great opinions. Two quick side notes before we get started. First of all, they had to share a mic being somewhat socially distanced, so the volumes might be a little in and out. And also, Libby's facts on Italy are not quite accurate, but remember, she's 15 and she's coming to you from her opinion. So, without further ado, here are my two children, Chase and Libby. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of My Life is a Junk Drawer. This week, I get my two favorite Gen Zers, and they're going to talk to me a little bit about the coronavirus. Hello, Chase and Libby. Hi. Hi. All right. Will you guys tell my audience just a little bit about yourself? I'm going to start with Chase. I'm Chase. I'm 19, and I go to the University of Alabama. I'm a freshman. I'm Libby. I'm 15, and I'm a freshman in high school. (laughs) All right, good, good job. We're going to dive right in and start. We're going to talk a little about this coronavirus. And I am Gen X, and I kind of wanted to get the perspective of you young people and how you feel about what's going on. So times are a little crazy. Um, Let's start with you, Libby. What does this feel like to you, this time that we're in? Weird. It feels like a fever dream. It doesn't feel real. A fever dream. That's a good way to describe it. What about you, Chase? Um, it kind of feels like the first real crisis that like my generation like knows of, like can actually remember. So it's gonna like I feel like in twenty years, thirty years, we're all gonna remember this as like the craziest times. Yeah, you're gonna be reading about, or your children are gonna be reading about it in a history book or something yeah. like that. Or our children's are yeah. gonna. Our children are going to be like, I'm bored. I'm like, oh, you don't even know what (laughs) bored is like. Yeah, that's good. That's true. When did you realize, because so many people were saying, oh my gosh, this is just the flu. Everybody's overreacting. When did you guys feel like it was more than just the flu? I'll start with Chase. Uh, When they canceled all the sports and like stopped letting people go to crowds more than like 10, I think it was. So... And that happened pretty quick, right? Because yeah. it was like, I remember the beginning, I think, of the week of March 15th. It was like, I heard Washington say that they weren't going to play basketball. Yeah. And then it was like, 
like yeah, just the Ivy League all canceled their basketball, and I didn't believe it until literally all of March Madness had shut down. That was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was a sad, sad day, isn't it? Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. What about you, Libby? It was like the day that for us, it was like the day before we were going to get out for spring break. And that's like when like everything was getting canceled or everything had just been canceled. And like that day at school, that's like what everyone was talking about was the only thing on social media. And the only thing at school was coronavirus. And that's when I was like, because like even like four days before that, no one was talking about it. And like people knew about it, but no one cared. And it was really weird. And that was like, what, the 12th or 13th of March? Yeah, so, what, two weeks ago, right? It doesn't feel like two weeks ago. It feels like two months ago. And really, it it seemed like craziness because Libby and Jay and I were all going to New York City. And even on that Thursday, we thought, well, maybe we're still going. And then we were not going. (laughs) Then Broadway went dark. Yeah. That was the, that's when I knew it was kind of bad that I was like, holy crow, they don't, they don't cancel Broadway for pretty much anything. All right. So tell me, what do you think about what your generation is doing? Um, what are they doing? What do you think they're, how do you think they're handling? Let's just start there. Um, Libby, you know? I feel like our generation is like, I feel like we've received so much information throughout our lives, especially like this year, like at the beginning of the year when it was like, everyone thought we were going to go to war. And then like, there was just, there's so much that we've like, almost like, we don't really believe like, like, we don't think of things being as big as they are. And we normally make them into jokes, because that's kind of how we cope with that yeah and the other generations don't really understand it but like honestly i'd rather watch like a funny video about the coronavirus than like watch the news about it because i feel like it's just our way of coping and it's like our way of like dealing with it yeah i I understand that you think that's right chase yeah definitely but then there's also a lot of people doing it wrong that are still like going out and acting like they're invincible to the the disease What do you think, because Chase, you are a little bit, there's no wrong answer here, because you kind of, you went on spring break, but you were a little more isolated than those that went to Miami or Fort Lauderdale, but you said there was still a lot of people out, you did try to practice social distancing, but I mean, a lot of spring breakers were not taking this seriously, were they? Yeah, there's a difference between like going to the beach and like being separated from everybody else, but then like going to like bars and like cruise ships or like boats and stuff where there's a lot of people in a small area. And I think even, um, I mean, I think people were getting on cruise ships even mm-hmm. what March 15th, the week of your spring break. Also, I think that like, then like it it didn't seem like right. we knew that we were gonna have to like quarantine and like self-isolate but like nobody like people were practicing but it wasn't as big but now I feel like pe- the people that are going to the beach are still going on vacations like I feel like that's like just like ignorant in a way and I feel like our generation does understand and we are practicing social distancing you think it just took a little longer maybe I mean, not really. I think that there's just some people that still don't think it's as big of a deal as it is. And truly, it's not just your generation. I've seen the 55 plus people out too. I mean, I think that some people still just in general aren't taking this maybe as serious. We told told what, what they're doing wrong. What do you think that you're doing right? What are you guys doing right? 
uh, not going to yeah. crowded places. <laughs> Washing your just, hands? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely has taught more people to wash their hands more frequently, which... It's weird. <laughs> didn't realize how many people don't wash their hands. I also feel like for us, especially like college and high school students, we are like, oh, we get a break from school. And that's like... I don't know. We're using that. Like, we're not going out a lot because we're literally waking up at, like, 2 p.m. So <laughs> we don't have time to go out. <laughs> so I don't I think we're doing a good job at staying in the house. You're sleeping away the coronavirus? <laughs> I mean, it's working, so. That's true. I, I've, just, I've just given in. I figure that if you want to sleep till 2 o'clock, sleep till 2 o'clock as long as you get your schoolwork done when it needs to be done. Um, okay, so we're going to go away from your generation to what about, let's not get too political on this. You can keep this lighter, but how do you feel the politicians, are they getting it right right now? Um, I don't know. I just feel like they're just saying a bunch of hoopla. Like, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but they just, they're just saying certain things that might not be attainable that are just trying to either make the... Uh, population feel better like like that we're going to be up and running in a few weeks when that i mean it doesn't seem like all the experts medical experts say that's not possible but i don't know i really haven't been paying attention to politicians much i feel like our politicians ignored it for a very long time and that's why it spread so fast in our country and that's why all of this like happened so quickly and there was such like a front like as hysteria I guess because like for so long they're like we have it under control it's fine and then it's obviously not fine and I think like what Chase was saying is they're trying to yes it's good to not make the like people panic but we also want to know the truth like we don't want to just think oh I can go outside or I will be in work in two weeks when that's really not the truth. And I feel like people want to know the truth, but they're not like giving it to us. Yeah. It's, and it seems really hard because how do you tell the truth, but yet not put people into hysteria? And then at one point I feel like they were kind of telling us how serious it was. And we, as the people weren't listening. We were like, oh, it's the flu and... Also, like, our, our generation where if, like, they keep us in the dark at anything, there will be thousands of crazy conspiracy theories of what actually is going to happen. Like, yeah. I'm hearing things that, like, we're going to be shut down for a whole year. Like, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, unless they, unless someone in power can actually say this is, a, mm-hmm. this is exactly what's going to happen or we don't know yet, people are just going to make crazy stuff up. I feel like... Like, I feel like our politicians are trying to give us answers, but the truth is we don't have answers. No one has answers. So I'd rather them be like, we don't have answers right now, but we're trying to find answers than just make up stuff and yeah. get our hopes up. And it's really annoying, honestly. I, I, I actually agree with you, Libby. I wish I wish they would just say, we really don't know. We we It seems really bad at this point. We need you to do this and... I wish I wish they would work together a little better. Yeah, that's what the like the head doctor, Doctor Fauci of the Corona thing. That's what he's basically been saying. But then you have politicians and basically everybody else saying that <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, we don't know what's going to happen yet. Yeah. They think, oh no, because I 
you know, rule over a country. Yeah. I know exactly what's going to happen. No, you don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's better just to say, um, I don't know, instead of make things up or, like you said, make it seem like we're going to be fine in two weeks where we really don't know. Are you guys scared of getting the virus? Um, not really. I feel like obviously there's a chance that anyone could get the virus, but I don't I'm not personally not scared of getting the virus because I feel like I haven't I mean I haven't been like exposed to anyone who has it that I know of. And we've been self-quarantined and also like um I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, I'm not necessarily scared of me getting the virus. I'm just scared that I get the virus and not know and then pass it on to obviously everybody in the family. And then if I see anybody else unknowingly, like passing it on to them. Yeah. That's what I'd be scared of. It's like one person. Because then they would be, then it would just multiply. Yeah. And everybody, like, everybody wouldn't know they have it and give it to someone. But I think also, like, what's kind of annoying is they're saying that young people can fight it off and that they are, like, immune to it. But then, like, there's studies that show that's, like, not true. So then, like, I'm like, well, like, what if I do get, like, really sick and stuff like that? And I don't know. I I mean, I'm not really scared of it because I haven't gone anywhere. So I don't (laughs) think I'll get it. And I feel like I would have known by now if I had it. But... Yeah, yeah. It, I, I keep thinking that too, and then I'll go back and I'll be like, okay, well, Livy and I went to Sprouts on Monday, so now I've got like, do I need to count fourteen more days, or you know, it, it, it. Sometimes I'm not really scared of getting it either, but I'm exactly what you're saying, Chase. I'm more scared of passing it. It's a domino effect. If one yeah. person gets yes. it, even if you don't know them, but you know them, right? Then you're probably going to get it. Then we're going to get it. And then our friends are going to get it, and then. It just right. keeps going. And I the weird thing I think about it, too, is that some people are asymptomatic and some people, even your age, are getting really, really sick. And it's not necessarily just the people that are immune compromised. So that's mm-hmm. weird to me, too. I think it's just like people don't know what they're talking about. We don't know how <laughs> serious the virus yeah. is. We don't really know the virus because yet. I it, think that's the yeah, biggest thing. It hasn't affected a lot of young people it's affected more like older people, but we still don't know that it's not going to hurt the young population. Right. I have to ask this question to Chase because we, Libby, you didn't watch the movie, but the Contagion movie, when you were watching that, like did some of it all of a sudden kind of click as to how crazy and how quickly it can spread? Uh, Yeah, kind of <laughs> like, kind of like, um, just like, how like it just like um one day it was just kind of fine and then it just kind of gradually like gets to a point where there's just like a tipping point and then everything just goes crazy and um i don't feel like that's going to happen with us but i mean it definitely could just because people have a very innate sense of just going crazy in times of like chaos <laughs> yes yes let's hope that doesn't yeah. work uh, or doesn't happen here Anyways, it's a great movie if you want to go watch it. 2011 Contagion with Matt Damon. And it says, I mean, if we had watched it six years or in 2011, I would have not even, I would have said, this is nonsensical. Yeah. If we this, watched it six months last ago. Last year. Yeah. <laughs> or literally like when the virus first started. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. Even- they were talking about social distancing and 
Anyways, just go watch it. So we're going to shift a little bit to life on lockdown. First, do you think that this is going to become like a true 24-7 quarantine? If people don't follow the rules, then yes, just stay in your house. I don't see the big deal. I don't know why people aren't understanding that, yes, it's okay to go to the grocery store, but no, you don't go hang out with all your friends. Don't go to like the pool or the beach. Like it's gonna, like people are gonna be like complaining if we do have to go on 24 hour lockdown. And I'm like, well, it's because you didn't stay inside. Um, I feel like it's going to just happen because it is the most sensible thing to do considering that, like, if we go on a real lockdown, like, especially as a nation, then, like, the amount of new cases will go down extremely. And then, like, locally, like, I mean, there's been a lot of places that have gone on complete lockdown already. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have a few more cases and they just do that like a full quarantine for the whole state of georgia because right now it's just the city of atlanta i know gwinnett county oh that's right gwinnett county and dekalb i think maybe went would that mean that like we couldn't even like walk outside no it's just you can't go someplace unless it's essential like to to the grocery store to the um pharmacy you're allowed to go outside and exercise and walk but you wouldn't be able to go up to probably the park's yeah. yeah, couldn't go to well, Lambert that's what and play they did frisbee. With, like Italy and like the cases, obviously, like people are still dying from it, but that's because people still have it. But the cases have gone down in Italy because they sent the like the whole country on lockdown. Not that I think that Italy did good containing <laughs> it. I'm just saying that they yeah. locked down the country and the cases went down. So I think that might be the best solution. Yeah, and we're a little head. I mean, behind Italy in the the way it spread. So it'll be interesting. Um, all right. So what has been the hardest thing on lockdown here and uh, at 1830? Don't say your address. I'm not. I just said 1830. <laughs> uh, having to be stuck in 1830. <laughs> yeah. Not being able to see my friends in, I don't know, even if like, not saying that I like school, but just like Okay, I don't miss going to school, and I don't miss, like, being at school, but I just miss, like, not being home 24-7. Like, I miss, like, being away for at least a little bit, and then coming home. I don't like being stuck here all day. You don't like seeing this face every day, all day long in this environment? Yeah, I definitely miss school. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're in college. You obviously miss school. It's funny because, you know, you probably wouldn't you kind of take it for granted that you go and you just do whatever you want to do. I mean, Chase literally just drove in the car the other day or a couple of days in a row just because he had to get out of the staring at the four walls. Yep. All right. Well, is there something that you didn't think you would like, or maybe you realize that you like about this quarantine or what do you like best about it? Let me put it in that. I guess question. sleeping until whatever I <laughs> see fit, I guess. Um, I like, like being able to watch a bunch of movies because I feel like I've watched a lot of movies that I really like this quarantine and I plan on watching more and I feel like I never really did that when school was. You are baking up a storm too. Oh like yes. Every I day there's a different a different fresh baked good in our kitchen and that is just lovely. It smells good in there. Oh, you know what I think is really cool about this is the, the use of 
our phones and our computers. I mean, I've used Zoom. We've done a Zoom happy hour. Have you guys done any of that with your friends? Like, like a FaceTime hangout? Probably Chase hasn't. Oh, Chase is looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe it's more of a girl no, thing. I, I mean, I tried to, but it didn't work out. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean... We could probably get you set up. We're all, no, like we just forgot about it. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, social media, I feel like I'm talking to my friends a lot more than I was like texting. Because everyone has time on their hands, right? Because you can kind of connect even though you can't be together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I'm falling back into my One Direction phase because of this. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's a little bit scary. Not gonna lie. <laughs> well, that answers my next question: Is what oh. have you been doing that you haven't done in a while? Yeah, Obviously, back into my One Direction phase. I was looking for the movie on Netflix, saying they took it off the. That's why I was listening to One Direction while I was baking. Oh, all right. And that's why I was looking through my One Direction shirts, and I found this shirt. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> what about you, Chase? What have you done that? What you? What have you done that you really hadn't done in a while? I started playing Fortnite again, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I heard you last night. You were yelling. Yeah. <laughs> you were yelling last night. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I think you and Ch- you and CJ are playing basketball. I think that's cool. Yeah. And not ending in a fight, which... Not yet. Not yet. That's true. It's coming yeah. probably, right? Before they couldn't play basketball, someone always ended up slamming doors yeah. or... Going upstairs and just not coming back down. Okay. Um, I got a couple more questions. Obviously, here we have a lot, and we're not in need, and we are not hungry, and we don't have abuse of going on in our family, so we're pretty safe. What do you think we could do to help others out there? Is there anything that you guys have thought about? I know that I'm actually going to give some blood. I'm going to go to the local shelter and help do their pantry items. Have you guys thought of anything you guys could might do? I mean, I think it's really, I know this is like simple, but just stay inside because there might be people that can't afford to get treatment or can't afford to go to the hospital. And I think that it's important that we stay inside just so we don't get people like that are less fortunate us sick because they probably won't be able to handle it as well as we could. Do you think there's anything you could do virtually? Virtually. Like play your guitar so people would make some happy or reach out to your grandmother and talk to her on the phone or do your mom's podcast that people <laughs> listen to oh, yeah. that is what that was a, a, I mean, a, a I good thing for them <laughs> i feel like i have been playing that's another thing i've been playing my guitar a lot more and like doing my music stuff a lot more. chase would you give blood with me when i go I guess. <laughs> I would give I put blood. you on the spot on uh, <laughs> on national live podcasts. I would give blood, but I'm not old enough. If it's before or after two o'clock. Oh. <laughs> I think they yeah. do late late appointments. Um, is there anything that I've forgotten that you guys want to share about this time, or do you want to speak for your generation? I know you, Libby's been pretty forceful and spot on about staying home. You, you know, connect via Snapchat or whatever you guys do anyways. So help your neighbors if they need it, right? You guys could help out. Chase could drive and do groceries if a neighbor needed it. Anything else? Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. memes and make people laugh. Make people laugh. Because that's definitely been like something that 
I feel like why our generation didn't freak out as much is because we all just made videos <laughs> and memes about it and we were laughing about it. And so it wasn't as scary. That's so. true. It's, it feels better to laugh too, doesn't it? All right, so I I skipped the emotional question on the junk drawer series because they both said they wouldn't answer it. But I'm going to ask you, in closing, what is the funniest or weirdest thing that you have found in a junk drawer closet? Chase, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, so I did this just before the interview started. I just looked in my closet, and I found a gorilla suit. Oh. (laughs) And also an Indian headdress. Oh. Oh, no explanation whatsoever. I know the gorilla. They're both Halloween costumes, I think. At some point or another. Were you a gorilla at some point? I don't remember it. I mean, CJ might have been. (laughs) The gorilla reminds me of the gorilla from that SpongeBob episode. Remember when SpongeBob was in the gorilla suit? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it's not like that. (laughs) The headdress was, that's really old. That was from, like, that could be. Your brothers, like I, I, trying to be an Indian at one point, like a Seminole Indian. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You probably can't do that anymore. But yeah, probably. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Livy. What did you? What was your craziest thing that you found in the closet? Um, you just cleaned your closet out the other day. Yeah, but I didn't really find anything crazy. But I did go through my old bedroom closet last night because I was looking for my One Direction T-shirts, <laughs> and I found a One Direction T-shirt that I made. At my friend's birthday party in, like, second grade. And I meant to put, like, I love Nile Horn on the back. And I put, I love Nail. Oh. <laughs> and and then I made a bunch of hearts. And in the hearts, it just said Nail. Nail instead of Nile. And yeah. And then it was just, said like, one direction. And, yeah, it was, like, it was really ugly. But <laughs> it was the thought that counts. And, yeah. Oh, well. Those are two good things that no one's ever said on this podcast. I'm sure. So, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to release you from your torture. I really appreciate you coming on. I think that it's going to be refreshing to have a different point of view. You made us giggle a little bit, and I truly appreciate it. So thank you. No, thank you. It's our pleasure. Oh, you guys are good kids. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Y'all, that was so fun for me. I just enjoyed talking to my kids openly. And I guess that's been the best thing for me is that my whole family's been together. I know a lot of you are separated and I feel your pain and I wish you the very best. I am glad that there is cell phones and computers and ways and technologies to connect. So stay connected with each other. I want to give a big shout out to everyone that can't stay home. All of you that are keeping this world turning, especially those on the front line, doctors, nurses, administrators, uh, paramedics, ENTs, all of you that are battling this every day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to leave you with this. Stay home. Keep safe. Spread joy where you can and give others grace. Until next week, goodbye. Thanks again for listening. Hey, if you like what you heard, if you would give me a review, that would be fabulous. The more reviews I get, the higher I get, the more people can listen to me and find me. 
Oh, by the way, you can find me at mylifeisajunkdrawer.com or on Facebook at mylifeisajunkdrawer. On Instagram, it's Sue C. Mangum. You can leave questions, concerns, anything, and I'll be sure to get back with you. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.